Beyond the Fairways. With PGA Tour professional Jay Delsing and hosted by four-time Emmy Award-winning broadcaster Dan McLaughlin. Now, it's Beyond the Fairways. This is Beyond the Fairways. We're presented by Doherty Business Solutions, and a great guest is coming up. We're going to visit with Luke Donald. He will captain the Euro team in the upcoming Ryder Cup of 2023. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. And Jay can't wait to visit with Luke Donald. A lot of pressure on him. What an honor it must be. But uh, first and foremost, always great to see you. You too, Danny. It's uh, great to do this with you. Yeah, man. Um, Luke's a great guy, and it'll be real interesting just to – He's a he's a chill guy. He's English, you know. He's gonna it'll it'll the whole thing will seem a little different. But I, I'm I'm really interested in to just just to just to throw some some soft tosses at him, see what he's got. Can you imagine getting that call where they say to you, "Hey, we've selected you to be the captain of the Ryder Cup. I don't care if it's the American team or the European team, but just to be affiliated to say I'm the captain of the Ryder Cup. What an honor that must be." Yeah, and then there's got to be terror, sheer terror that comes after that dude, Danny, because you got to think. Man, we have not, they have not lost on their home soil in 30 years. 30 years is a long time. You want time, to be I that mean. guy? You know, so after a, getting whipped yeah. on American soil last time Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Bitch slap, man. We yeah. just got them. And, um, um, but we've had our fair share of, uh, of ass whippings by the, by the Euros as well. It's going to be interesting, Denny. It's also the first time that the Ryder Cup's ever been played in Italy. And I think that's a huge deal. And it's a huge statement for the, the state of the game. Uh, the Molinari brothers uh, with um, Francesco winning the Open Championship. You know, th- th- there's some absolutely great stuff for the country of Italy and, and kind of a golf explosion. And, Danny, I, I liken this to back when the very first Dream Team went to Europe. And there they the average, I think I, I read something the other day, their average win was like 47 points. Okay, but you know what it did, Danny? It planted seeds in a lot of those European kids' minds. And look at today. That's right. 30 years later, 30, 40 years later, how many great NBA players were created out of that. So so it's it's great to see that, and I know that's happening in the game as we speak. One of the things I want to ask him about is just how you come about figuring who's going to be on your team. And you can make a case probably for 20 guys. You don't have that many that you can take with you. And just how hard that must be, because as you know, Jay, the PGA Tour is a fraternity of players. You guys are all brothers in a lot of ways. You're competing, you're trying to beat each other, but yet you're friends. The the wives are, are friends. The families become friends. And to either take somebody or eliminate them from your team, that's it's not an easy thing to do. No, and I'm sure those are probably going to be his most difficult calls. And then, you know, Danny, what's interesting is that you've got the backbones of their team. You know, you've got the guys that he's going to rely on heavily. John Rahm, Roy McElroy, and Victor Hovland. Those guys are he's going to re- rely on. They're already on the team. Um, he's, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Tommy Fleetwood's already on the team. Um, and, and probably Matt Fitzpatrick, Fitz, Hatton. Fitzpatrick Hatton. I mean, he's he's got Straka. a lot of really good good players, but he's also going to have a bunch of rookies that we've never heard of before. And if one of these backbone guys has a bad week or just doesn't putt well or something gets hurt, I mean, it, bl- it blows the whole thing up, you know. So you've got to be able to be nimble with your thinking and be able to be flexible. We're going to talk about how it all works. If you're new to the Ryder Cup, just what it's like, uh, the, the type of play that goes into this. So we're going to do that later in the show. Also, 
the 2023 FedEx Cup playoff finishes up this weekend at Eastlake Club in Atlanta. And that is a unique way that they finish up uh, trying to award a lot of money this weekend. So all that is coming up. This is Beyond the Fairways presented by Darty Business Solutions. Luke Donald is coming up next. Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, Mostly young African-American females are making between fifty-five dollars and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, fifty-five dollars to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions. It's time for the Beyond the Fairways Player Profile. Let's get back to Jay and Dan. Luke Donald represented Europe in the Ryder Cup four times as a player, being a part on a winning team all four occasions. And in late September of 2023, he will be the European captain for the 2023 Ryder Cup in Rome. And he joins us now. Luke, congratulations on being anointed as the captain for this upcoming Ryder Cup. That had to be an emotional uh, announcement for you and a, a great honor for you to get that call. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be one of the most important parts of my golfing career. You know, I've had so many amazing experiences in Ryder Cups. Um, there's just nothing quite like that event. I think it's the greatest sporting event in the world, and um, to obviously be the captain this year is is a huge honor. For a golfer, it's must. For guys that don't get to play in it like me, it's must watch TV. And I just wanted, other than your wife, who was the first person you called when you got this news? Well, my wife, uh, I remember I just got to the Canadian Open. Uh, my wife um, was in England at the time, so she was around a lot of family. She told, uh, you know, my sister and uh, her husband, who's a, who's a big golfer, you know, and then I just, uh, I think I called my my other brothers, yeah, my two other brothers, and uh, sort of went from there, maybe my coach, Pat, uh, from Northwestern, and, uh, you know, just uh, kept calling people as uh, as soon as I knew. And, and, and not very many People know, but your your brother Christian used to loop for you all the time on the PGA Tour. Is he going to be part of this uh, uh, Ryder Cup team? Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Obviously, when I first came on tour, he was a, a club pro back in England, and I said, you know, would you like to come caddy for me? And he's like, uh, let me think about it. Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, he's been on. Uh, he's been a caddy since you know since I turned um, in two thousand two. Uh, he's, he's worked for Paul Casey, Martin Keimer. Uh, working for Brendan Steele now, and uh, yeah, he'll be there. He'll uh, he'll be playing a role for sure. Luke, you mentioned that this is the greatest sporting event in the world. So tell a golfer and a non-golfer, and I'm a golfer and Jay's a golfer, as we all know. But for those listening, what is it about the Ryder Cup that makes it so special? And you have a great, great, unique perspective on why this is special. Well, it has a lot of history, rich history. You know, I think you know America started off as GB and I, but obviously America versus Europe now. 
Um, the strong tradition, the strong history there. There's a strong rivalry. I think it's only every other two years. Um, so there's this excitement, this build up. But for golfers, you know, we play such an individual sport. So to be a part of something with, where you're playing for your country, you're playing for pride, you're playing for your teammates, um, that is what makes it special. You know, it's not week in, week out where you, you're always doing that. It's only every other two years. So the buildup and um, the amount of people who don't even watch golf that, that follow the Ryder Cup, it's is second to none, I think. And uh, just for that reason, makes it so, so special. Luke, I have a, a two-part question. The, the, can you explain the difference, you know, because we play a lot of golf, but the difference in the sort of pressure that you feel when you have your, col- your, your country's colors on your back, man. And then what has made the, the European team so successful? Well, there is pressure because, you're playing for more than just yourself. You know, if you're you cut an event, you've got the next week. Um, you know, no big deal. Um, but at the Ryder Cup, you've got a chance every two years to try and win that, that cup. And you don't want to let down your teammates. You want to perform. You know, it's not just about being selected and, and playing. It's about contributing. And, and there's a pressure behind that. Uh, not to mention the first tee. I mean, um, oh, I can't imagine you know, that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's gotten bigger and bigger over the years, you know. This year at Marco Simone in, in Rome will be 5,000 uh, people can be packed into the stand, you know, amongst many more thousands of people down the fairway. So, you know, it's just a, a pressure-packed moment. And, um, again, I think there's nothing quite like that first Friday morning of a Ryder Cup, the, and the anticipation, the excitement, and um, seeing how the players can control their nerve. Because you know, I've certainly been through that four times as a player, and, haven't really dealt with it, you know, that great a couple of times. It's some bad tee shots, but you learn, you, you, you understand that, um, you know, you, you, you need to, to be ready. And, uh, you know, it's just a, just a, a, just a very, very cool atmosphere on, on that first tee. Luke Donald is the European captain for the upcoming Ryder Cup in Rome. And I, I want to ask you about the difference of being a player to being the team captain. What do you think the differences will be like for you on those days? And then leading up to the event as well, what's it been like? It's something I haven't taken lightly. I think it's a, a huge, proud you know, moment. Uh, I feel very privileged, very, very blessed to, to be in this role and certainly you know, taking it very seriously, looking at all the details. I'm a very detail kind of oriented guy, so... You know, I think for, for, for a player, you're just concentrating, obviously, through the year to, just to play well and, and get on the team. But you're not thinking so much about Ryder Cup week in, week out. And it, whereas I am every week, every day, every morning I, I wake up, I'm trying to think about, you know, ways we can give our team the advantage and give them the best opportunity to succeed. So, you know, it's, it's very full on. There's a, there's a lot that goes into being a captain, um, you know, even from the, the beginning of, of choosing the criteria of how the team is picked. You know, as a home home captain, I get to set up the golf course somewhat to, to how I want it to be. Um, you know, and, and, and it just goes on and on. It's just it's like organizing a big wedding, and that's how I would kind of uh, <laughs> wow. um, you know phrase it. And you know, just trying to make sure you cross all those T's and dot all those I's, and, and just be ready for for the guys, just so, so you give them the best opportunity, create the right environment for them to succeed. Why do you have to bring up weddings, man? Between the two of us, we have seven daughters. I don't think <laughs> Why do you think I'm still grinding out the door, uh, Jay? Yeah. And i got to pay for those weddings somehow. <laughs> no, no question. Hey, Luke, talk a little bit about 
the fact that the Ryder Cup is in Italy this year. I mean, if that doesn't speak to growth of the game, very little does. Yeah, I think that's the magic of the Ryder Cup, too, and, and at its heart. You know, we want to inspire the next generation. We want to grow the game. We want to, uh, again, we're not playing there for money. We're playing for pride and passion and, you know, everything that's good about, uh, you know, the, the game of golf. And, you know, that's that's also important. You know, we want uh, a junior to, to to go there, not having experienced much golf, and, and walk away there just loving the game. You know, that happened for John Rahm. You know, his first experience on a golf course was the 97 Ryder Cup in Valderrama. So bringing these places to countries where it might not be the biggest sport, where it might not have as, as much exposure is really important. And uh, I think it's a great way to, to build interest and, and get these young juniors into the game. Luke is a player. We mentioned it earlier. You're part of four European teams that won. Is there a common theme or something that you draw on that experience that you say as a coach could help us, or as a captain, I should say, help us win in this upcoming Ryder Cup? Well, look, I've been a player four times and a vice captain twice and won five out of six. I can tell you uh, without a doubt, the sixth one where I lost wasn't as much fun. So, you know, I, I think it's just... <laughs> Um, it, it's getting across that message that, uh, you know, two years ago we got beaten pretty badly at Whistling Straits. You know, we need to uh, avenge that, that feat, defeat. You know, there's, there's some hurt there from the Europeans. So we'll, we'll, be, we'll be underdogs again, no, no matter uh, what anyone tells you on paper. The U.S. are going to be extremely strong, especially after two years ago. So it's just about getting over that, that point to the team that uh, we, we need to to kind of undo that hook. Hey guys, hold on for just a moment. Want to tell our listeners about Factor. With the busy fall season just around the corner, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals. I use them Jay uses them. Our families eat them. It's delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy with your end-of-summer goals to cook but want to make sure that you're eating well? Think Factor. Refresh your healthy habits without missing a beat. It's Factor. Level up with gourmet plus options. Prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. That's Factor. Too busy running around during the day to think about lunch. Think about Factor. Looking for calorie-conscious options ahead of the busy season? It's delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals, with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Head to factormeals.com slash BTF50. Use the code BTF50. You'll get 50% off. That's code BTF50 at factormeals.com slash BTF50 to get 50% off. Luke Donald is our guest, and he'll captain the Euros, and it's going to be a lot of fun with the Ryder Cup coming up, and it's not that far away. You mentioned that you're detail-oriented. I'm curious in selecting the players that you will. How do you take emotion out of those decisions? How do you say, I, I, I love this guy, this guy I love, he's, he's one of my best friends, but uh, I can't quite add him to this team. How do you do that? I, and it is a very, very tough question. I understand that to, to answer, but how do you try to do that? Telling people uh, that I'm, I'm friends with and, and, and peers to, uh, that they're not going to play. That's going to be the hardest bit. But, you know, looking at the criteria for picks, I think there's 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 many different aspects to look at. We want to look at current form. That's obviously very important. 
We want to look at guys that um, match well to the golf course. We want to look at guys that match well to the top, the, the six guys that are going to be automatically qualified. And you will also look at personality, you know, what can they bring to the team, you know, because you want to create that good vibe, that good unity in the team. So I think there's multiple factors you look at, and I'll have my five vice captains to really lean on um, to really discuss those, which is the most important. Is it form? Is it, is it um, well, this guy, you know, really matches well to the course, you know, and, and we'll just have to figure out between us uh, the best opportunity to, to get the best 12 guys there and run. It's really interesting, isn't it, Luke? Because you're there's, as you said, there's so much to take into account because there are certain personalities that just don't match in a four ball or in an alternate shot. You know, there's there's also, man, the way that the young guys play the game, it's staggering compared to to, to our generation. Sure. And, and 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 the golf course, as we saw at the um, Golf de Nationale in in France, can play a big part in that. It certainly helps to, you know, have a Ryder Cup on an event uh, on a course that we're quite familiar with. We played the last three Italian Opens here at Marco Simone, so we're gathering information, you know, and what what guys did well, why, how did they do well, and you know, and we'll certainly look at that when when doing our picks. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, there's some young guys coming up that just uh, play play a different game than we did, uh, Jay, uh, back in the day, and. Uh, you know, you got to look experience. You got to look at rookies. I mean, there's just a lot that goes into it, and uh, certainly, you know, my head is getting filled up uh, with lots of different <laughs> options and lots of different, um, you know, plans for for what we can come up with the best twelve. And you know, I think uh, the the more the more I think about it, the the I mean, it doesn't really get that much easier the more I think about it. But uh, <laughs> it's nice to have a lot of. A lot of uh, you know players that have, have been playing well and, and you know trying to put their hand up, saying like, "Look at me, you know, I, I deserve a pick." So you know, we're in a good spot. I think. You know, Luke, you you just led me into my next question because I was going to ask you: Are you almost afraid to pick up your phone? Because yeah, everybody's going to say man. everybody's got an opinion on what you should be doing right now. Well, again, again, you <laughs> have to stay in your own lane, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's easy easy to um, you know take too many opinions on i have a great team around me and i'll, I'll be trusting them and uh um you know with with, with the selection and I, and I know between us we'll, we'll make the right decision luke i saw um when you played last played at wyndham you had a nice 65 or 64 in there I, but i don't know how you could possibly play any sort of competitive golf at the level that you need to play with this on your plate, man. It's almost like you got this <laughs> Ryder Cup sweater on from morning till night, you know, and you just can't quite get it off. Yeah, it was a, really a conscious effort. I wanted to play as much just to be around the guys, you know. Uh, obviously, my, my form has been decent. I've made a bunch of cuts, but, you know, not really had any top, top finishes. But, you know, I, I showed some good... Yeah, it was a 63, actually, the round, round two at Wyndham. So there's still a little bit of form in the old man. Um, <laughs> but, uh, again, I, it's more important for me to be at the events, understand how the golf courses are playing, so I can really just sort of see how the other guys are playing, you know, specifically. I know if someone shoots a 65 on a certain day, and I'm, you know, and I've been out there, and I'm thinking, wow, that was a really good round. Like, his game must be in a good spot. It's hard to tell that when you're you're looking at home, you know, on, on shot link or, or what it might be. So it was important for me to be around the guys to keep that communication up, uh, show face a lot, and uh, 
obviously uh, try and try and compete a little bit at the same time. Luke, what are some of the things that you do for team bonding and knowing that you want to pair this guy up with that guy and, hey, let's do this on this day, not as it goes along, but in preparation for this, just some of those things that maybe a casual fan wouldn't even have any understanding of what it's like to try to get your team ready to play. There's obviously been certain dinners throughout the year, um, you know, wider, wider dinners with, you know, a wide range of players that have an opportunity, some smaller dinners with, you know, some of the top players. Um, but it's just about communication, clarity, um, and authentic, authenticity. You know, I've, I'm just trying to be myself. Uh, and I think uh, hoping the players just feed off that. So there's, there's, a, there's a few things we have planned. We have a, we have a team trip, you know, uh, to Marco Simone. Uh, once the team is finalized, um, you know, there'll be a few little plans just to get all, get everyone together in the same room and, and figure out how, you know, how we can bond, bond the best. And I think, uh, you know, those, those little things are, are, are really important. They go a long way. They're helpful for the rookies uh, to feel like they are included. Um, you know, and I think uh, there's also uh, yeah, obviously lots of little things that go into trying to create that team unity, which has always been a strength for us. Luke, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is, you know, as father time, as they say, is undefeated, and, and some of the, the stalwart names from your side are, are not going to be playing, and I'm really looking forward to seeing someone from your side have this kind of, I, I mean, it might be Victor Hovland because he's such a good young player, and he, mm. but, but more of an unknown player, kind of almost as if the way Tom Kim stepped up and played so well at the President's Cup. I'm, I'm, I, I think there's going to be that moment for you guys this year. Well, I hope so too. You know, certainly our, our team will, will have some very experienced players and, and we'll have some rookies. And you know, I think it's good to have that blend, that balance. Um, but, you know, again, my messaging to the rookies was, will be, you know, you've made it here. That's great. But, you know, we, we all need to contribute and someone's going to step up and have a great week and uh, it might as well be you. So, um, you know, I think they'll, they'll be inspired. Um, I know, I remember my first Ryder Cup and, you know, it was a little bit of a deer in headlights. Uh, I was, I was one of only two picks, me, myself and Monty, who was a Ryder Cup legend. And, you know, 2004, and but you know, I felt very at ease when once I got around Captain Bernard Lange. You know, he made everything very clear, and and that, and that'll be my job. You know, just to have a lot of clarity with the guys, a lot of communication, making sure they they can trust uh, the whole pro- the whole process, and and feel uh, very much included in in, in what's going to be a very very memorable week for them. Luke, you know what's interesting, and this is the last thing for me, and again, so appreciate your time. To be a fly on the wall in either of the rooms, the U.S. or uh, or your room, because there are certain personalities that just kind of step up and they can keep the guys loose. They can they can say certain things where they're, they may be quiet guys and all of a sudden they speak and everybody's head turns. I, I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, everyone has different personalities. Some people like to, to kind of lead in the team room. Some people like to just lead by example. Um, I think we're going to have a mixture of that. Um, you know, again, obviously my job to orchestrate uh, the meetings and the messaging and all that kind of stuff, but I'll be happy for everyone to be included and involved. And if people want to speak up and have things that they want to say, you know, I think that will be very much encouraged. So, yeah, it's, just, it's always an interesting dynamic. You know, you, you have people that, uh, you know, kind of want to speak a lot and some people just want to listen. And I think that's just the, the beauty of having a team. I think that's, you'd find that in any team. 
uh, and it's just about to getting the most out of each individual person. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a fun Ryder Cup. I think it's going to be a close one. Hopefully, just in Europe's favor. It's the breakdown. There it is. A win for the ages. That is better than most. Better than most. Maybe. Yes, sir. Here it is. The return to glory on Beyond the Fairways. A great visit with Luke Donald, and he said, Jay, he's very detail-oriented, always thinking of ways to win. So tough to compete if you're Luke Donald right now on the PGA Tour. As a player, when you've got this in the back of your mind, it's probably on the forefront of everything that he's doing. As he said, he wakes up thinking about this, goes to bed thinking about this. Great responsibility, but uh, a fun visit there with Luke Donald. Absolutely, and and it, it doesn't surprise me. He's a very organized guy. He plays golf that way, Danny. He's a strategist. You know, he's a he's more like a point A to point B player. And we're in the modern age where it's bomb and gouge. You know, guys bomb it wherever they can and figure it out from that point on. But um, it, it's going to be a hell of a match, Danny. When you think about the 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 people that aren't going to be there, Sergio, Westwood. And Poulter. Paul Casey. Paul Casey. Big names, right? Yeah. But you also think of who is going to be on there. You got Terrell Hatton. You got Tommy Fleetwood, Roy McElroy, John Rahm. Victor Hovland's playing the best golf in the world right now. So, you know, the, the one thing about the Ryder Cup, and we'll talk about this format shortly, is that you get you're gonna strap on your horses. And and Rory's gonna be He's going to be the main horse over there, and John Rahm is going to be. It's between Rahm, Hovland, and Hovland is the youngest by far. But between between Rahm and Hovland and, and Roy, those three guys are going to be playing everything, every day, every which way they can. Can you imagine what it's like for him right now talking about Luke Donald? He said, I'm the home captain, so really setting up the golf course, which is one of the advantages that you get if you're the home captain. And that's a big deal. And that's one of the things, as we look back at the last time we lost over in France at Le, Le, Le Golf de Nationale, the, the way the golf course was set up was absolutely 100% wrong for the way our players prefer to play. Now, what I didn't like, Danny, is our inability to adapt. I mean, look, you can't keep hitting your driver. If you're not going to hit it dead straight, U.S. Open type style straight, Danny. You're in rough that you can't get out, and our guys just didn't adapt, and we got whipped over there. How about for Zach Johnson too, the U.S. captain, and then you have Luke Donald for the Europeans. But uh, we didn't ask him about this, but the, the live players that could be on your roster specifically for the Americans. Dustin Johnson will be 39. Uh, was really good last time out. You've got uh, Brooks Kepka, who I think will make the team. Does Bryson DeChambeau make the team? He had one win on the Live Tour. He had a top five. I, I guess it was the U.S. Open, maybe. Yep. Um, so I mean, there, Taylor some, Gooch has won three times. Danny. I mean, another that's guy another that's one. played well, but but DJ hasn't played well in no in, in, in ages. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're going to consider him because he went five and zero oh at at Whistling Straits, but you're not going to pick him. You don't think so? I don't think DJ makes it. I really don't. There's too many. Listen, this is about who's playing well now. I mean, we're going to have guys on the team that aren't. I mean, Sam Burns, this young man we followed all year, was a lock to, to make it. We thought on his own, he doesn't make it on his own. He's not going to get picked because he's just not. He's just in good form right now. So what now. about Glover? 
does does he have enough in the last not last weekend but the two weekends previous he wins back to back you write a hot hand does he get Absol- a consideration he's, he's he's in more consideration to DJ is in my opinion because he's playing so well the other thing is he's still got another tournament I know it doesn't count in the rankings but if Lucas Glover goes out he's starting in fourth position here what four shots off the lead if he goes out and wins this championship. Yeah, how do you? I don't keep care him if off? it's points or not. How do you keep him off? Yeah. Right, and and so it's a real interesting um, dilemma because JT is such an emotional, impactful player to have on the team, but he's been awful this year. How about Ricky Fowler? And, and Ricky Fowler's another guy, great in the room, uh, had a, a real resurgence. But I I think there's guys that I would pick on the team before Ricky, and JT is a tough one. Because of because of the emotional component that he brings, he also is Jordan Spieth's best friend. They pair extremely well together in these four balls and foursomes and things. So, the JT is a is a, is a tough one for me. For my take, Danny Bryson DeChambeau doesn't make the team. Interesting. Great okay. fifty eight, but he's he's another guy that can be divisive in the room just because of his personality. Not not because he's negative. It's just he. Looks at things in 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 ways that just are not, are not easy. How do you, for example, how do you put Bryson DeChambeau in an alternate shot deal because he's one of four players on the tour that's playing the super low spin ball because of all the ball speed. So now you you know you just I know that sounds like a little stupid thing, but the it's ball you thing, play yeah. is a big deal, and so if you put him with just pick a guy, you put him with. Patrick Cantlay, which you wouldn't because he's going to be with Shoffley. I mean, there's there's challenges there because he can't hit that ball. So DeChambeau's going to have to make the, be the one making the adjustment, and it's going to be all over the place. I don't see him on the team. Many thanks to Luke Donald for being on Beyond the Fairways. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions. A breakdown of what the Ryder Cup is all about is coming up. Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, Mostly young African-American females are making between fifty-five dollars and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, fifty-five dollars to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions. With Jay Delsing, played nearly 30 years on the PGA Tour, I'm Dan McLaughlin. This is Beyond the Fairways with an S. Make sure that when you download our previous podcast, look for Beyond the Fairways. Our thanks to Luke Donald. Now we dive into what is the Ryder Cup? So how does this all work, Jay? So, Danny, it's it's three days of competition, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and it's unlike any other tournament, you know. So if you go to the golf course at a PGA Tour event, you go out on a Friday, you got a morning wave of guys out there, then you'll have an afternoon wave of guys. There's only, you know, at any given time, there's only four matches, except for the four, the individuals on Sunday, there's only four, game, four matches on the golf course at a time. So you're going to go to holes and go, 
there's nothing going on here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's really interesting. And so that's why at the beginning and at the end, it, it gets so fired up, especially be the beginning, Danny, because these matches are, are match play. And you don't get to the 18th hole very often. Pretty cool. Yeah. And then you have best ball, you had alternates, you got all kinds of different formats. Explain that too, yeah. a little bit how it works. Yeah. So, for, so uh, Friday, you have a, a, they call it foursomes, which is an alternate shot. So, you and I are playing an alternate shot. You drive it. I go find your ball in the left rough, and then I hit. If I'm lucky, <laughs> thanks. I go. <laughs> I go. I got a case of the hooks, and, and I go hit your ball in the green, and hopefully I hit it on the green, and then <laughs> and then you put it. So we basically hit every other shot sure. until the balls hold. So let's say, Danny, you hit a great shot in on this par three, and I lip this putt out. And it, and you have to go tap in. I drive on the next hole. It's a true alternate shot. A lot of events that some of our listeners will go to is they'll say, okay, Danny, you're driving on the even holes. I'm driving on the out holes. This is, hey, here's how this went. And the way we you, have go. To, you got to go all the way through the bag. And so if someone's having a tough day off the tee, you just look at your partner and like, Dude, hack it out of the rough and get it on the green, you know, because you're going to be under the trees all day long. Danny, I used to, we used to play in the mixed team, which was the J.C. Penny Classic, and I always had I, – I had really good success in there. I had, I don't know, four or five top five finishes, real chances to win. Loved my partners, but I always had real straight-hitting partners. And I, I'll never remember, forget, I had Penny Hamels, really nice gal from, from just in Illinois, and we finished fourth a couple of times. And on Sunday, I got to the – I've never, the 10th hole at the Copperhead is a tough driving hole, and I push my drive out to the right, and she hits it right down the middle. And I get to walk right down the middle right. and get my next shot out of the fairway. And she said, could you please try to hit another fairway? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Penny, I'm trying. I'm I trying go, my best, I'm right? trying my best, man. I'm just used to that. It doesn't It doesn't bother You know, I look over there, Danny, I'm like, well, that's three feet in the rough. Who sure. cares? She's over there going, I got to chip out, you know, because the rough's too long. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, but find, find a straighter partner. So that's yeah. where, though, Luke Donald, Zach Johnson, you you find guys that that pair up well. Strategy is a real big part of this. No question, no question. And Victor Hovland is a ball hitting machine, you know. So he's going to be phenomenal for a, for an um of an uh, foursome. Now there's also the four ball, Danny, which is best ball, which means you and I play you play your ball in I play my ball in and we play you know all the way into the ball's hold and the low score with us matches against the low scores of the European team and and you move on from there so that's where uh, that now that's where a guy like Bryson DeChambeau could be interested in that in this format because of some of the sight lines it'll take off the tees and some of the crazy smashes he'll hit with his driver and things like that so they do that on Friday Danny and on Saturday so there's a morning wave of four matches on Friday, an afternoon wave of four matches uh, uh, on Friday. Then the same goes on Saturday and sun uh, on Saturday morning wave, afternoon wave, and then Sunday is mono a mono. Pretty cool, isn't it? Very cool. I, you know, sports is defined in a lot of ways, whether you like it or not, by money. You know, you're trying to make the most money you can. You want to make the most money you can in a short period of time. Um, but this is about the pride of your country and guys, I mean, they're dying to get on these teams. It is a huge, huge deal. Massive honor. And I, I mean, I think you heard what Luke said. He said, I was so honored. And then I was like, wow, 
Yeah. This, you know, the weight of that just carries and and weighs on you and weighs on you. So, yeah, pretty interesting. I can't. It's must watch TV, man. It is. It's going to be phenomenal. I don't know what the time change for Italy is going to be. Probably six, eight hours, but we'll figure it out. Twenty twenty three FedEx Cup playoff run finishes this weekend. Our picks of the week. That's coming up next. This is Beyond the Fairways. Where do we find the best golfers in the world this week? It's time for the picks segment on Beyond the Fairways. The 2023 FedEx Cup playoff finishes up this weekend at East Lake Club in Atlanta. Now, Scotty Scheffler begins with a two-stroke lead over Victor Hovland in a format that rewards bonus strokes. Rory McIlroy, by the way, three off the lead. Features only 30 players. Um, first and foremost, do you like how this season kind of finishes up with the way that this is designed in the format? and what's? Uh, it, it's kind of difficult to, to be one of the 30 players and make a run, but you're rewarded for the body of work that you've had this past year. For sure, and I get it. I don't love it. It just seemed odd. Scotty Scheffler starting at minus 10, you know, and Jordan Spieth starting at even par. I, I, I get it. I, and and I've, we, went, we went through the, the ideas on, on how to do it. It was the best idea at the time. I'm not sure if it's been revisited. I don't, I don't love it. I mean, but let's talk about our handicapping this year. Pretty good. We, Pretty good. I I'd love to go back and do a recap of how many wins we have. Let, let's. You texted me last week. We had four in the. Uh, we had our our picks, and they all were in the T ten for a while. Yeah, they started Sunday. All what T ten or T eleven, something like yeah. that. So we had all four of our picks, and unfortunately, we did not have Hovland. Well, yep. we had a course record. Then it was broken two days later with another course record. Yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. Great golf. And so uh, who are you going this week? You've been hot. Well, I, I this is easy, but with the way that it's set up, I'm going Scotty Scheffler. I don't know how you pick against a guy that starts with a two-stroke lead. And 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 that's only off of one guy, Danny. He's exactly. got uh, – there's the, the latter half of the pack, he's, he's so got a 10-stroke lead. And you think maybe there's only, what, eight to ten guys that even have a shot at this. Probably. And it's interesting because you look at a guy like John Rahm, Who's going to run what fourth? Start fourth, right. and it's just been his form's been off. Yeah, he just hasn't has not been playing well, and so uh, I, obviously any anything could change. But um, um, I I don't love the idea. But what they're trying to do, Danny, is to, as you said, the body make the body of work mean something, and that's what they're trying to do. Okay, so that's my pick, my dark horse, and then we'll get to your picks. Uh, I am going to go with Matthew Fitzpatrick. He starts six shots off the lead. If he gets the putter hot, watch out. Maybe he can make a run, and so that's my dark horse of the week. Absolutely, and he played great at uh, in sure Chicago. Did. You had him, as a matter of fact, last yep. week as well, and uh, he was right there and and really played well. I mean, how, how do you how do you combat a sixty one on Sunday? That's that's You're pretty not. strong. No, yeah. you just tip your hat and say, "Let's go." All right, so my dark horse is going to be Tommy Kim. Tommy Kim's been playing a lot of good golf. He plays good at the end of the year. He's won down in Greensboro. Um, so I, I like Tommy Kim. I love the fact that he's playing in the FedEx Cup playoffs, the the the, the Tour Championship, I should say. And we had his caddy, Joe Scavern, on uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was fun to pull for Joe. So uh, Tommy Kim is my dark horse, and my uh, favorite pick is going to be Brian Harmon, yeah, our little like lefty. I, I like him. Look, he's a he's a Georgia boy. He plays well on on Bermuda grass, and he's playing well. He finished what top five last week, and um, I'd really like him 
to be a presence in that Ryder Cup. I, I would really, it's, and it's interesting because we have not heard Wyndham Clark's name very often, Danny, since the U.S. Open. And here's a guy that's got an automatic qualification as well. So, you know, within your team that Captain Johnson picks, you know, they're all all the guys are going to be playing in this tournament for the most part. This 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 uh, tour championship, who's playing the best of my twelve? It's going to be interesting, buddy. This is fun. Great job in landing our guest on this edition of Beyond the Fairways. That was Luke Donald. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's. I'm going to put the pressure on you. You're going to have to get the American. I know. Captain, on working okay? on it, man. I'm working on it. We're going to get him. Zach's a great guy. He'll come on. Great job, buddy. Thanks. Great to be with you, Danny. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. This is Beyond the Fairways, presented by Darty Business Solutions.